Hello, you're listening to Dragonfly Heart Medicine Radio, a place where like-minded people come together to discuss spirituality, awakening, plant medicine, and more. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us, whether you're listening or watching. I am Kristen, and this is Dragonfly Heart Medicine Radio. It is a pleasure to have all of you um, wherever you are in the audience. So whether you're listening or watching, it's a pleasure as always. And my guest today, Jamie, as usual, I'm very excited about. We're probably going to get into some nice, juicy discussions as always about spirituality, plant medicine, awakening, and more. So I'll go ahead and let Jamie introduce herself and share with us why she decided to be on the podcast today. Hey, Kristen, how are you? Um, you know, what's funny is um, when we connected, because you and I, over a year ago on uh, Thank You Plant Medicine uh, podcast with Bob Cohen, and we didn't know each other at the time, and then found out later that we both live, what, 30 minutes away from each other? Right, I forgot about that. Yeah, we were so close. North Carolina, coming Coming to base, right? baby. <laughs> 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 that thought that was really interesting. Um, you know, I thought about because uh, you and I had a, a conversation on the phone, and I was really nervous about doing this. And um, I thought that you know we all have gifts to share, and we all have something to say, and we all come from you know sometimes a place of fear, and um, staying small and if we stay small we can't share our gifts with each other with other people and that's what we're here for and you know if anything if I don't say anything then it doesn't reach anyone so if I only reach one person if what we if our conversation today today only resonates with one person then we've done we've done our job so I just wanted to I don't know what it's going to, what I want to say, but, but I hope that it resonates with somebody. Yeah, that, that's a good point. You know, we, we get on this podcast and we hope we reach a lot of people, but really at the end of the day, if our message just reaches one, you know, that's enough. Somebody's like, Hmm, that's really interesting. And then they start doing something and, and then, you know, and they touch other people's lives and they touch other people's lives. And then, you know, just domino effect that can happen. Yeah. I forgot that we live really close to each other. Because I'm in Cary and you're where? Uh, Graham. Mm -hmm. Really? It's really close to Burlington. Yeah. We're not far apart. We're not at all. Small world, right? Well, thank you so much for being on here. Um, yeah, and I remember that phone call. You were pretty nervous, but look, you showed up and you showed up and you're just here to, you know, speak whatever happens. And so I really appreciate that and your authenticity to admit that it can be nervous to, you know, be on some platform like this um, and be seen and be heard. Because sometimes, even though we want that, it can be kind of scary when it actually happens. Uh, it's easier, easier to just stay small and stay in your comfort zone, but you stuff out there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, you, we practice and practice and sometimes we just want to stay behind in the wings, but you know, there's, there's a lot to be said for finally stepping out on the stage, so to speak. 
Um, so tell us a little bit more about yourself. What is it that you, you do um, like, you know, day to day? Do you do, what are you into? What are your interests? Well, I run two businesses uh, and I also work full time as a physical therapist. So um, this is like the one actually left the Saturday open for you um, because I knew I was going to do this, uh, but I normally have clients, usually one to two clients on the weekends. Um, I don't like to see as, as a, a shaman. So I have a shaman, a shaman practice. Is that a word? Shamanic? Shamanic practice. Yes. <laughs> that I do on the weekends. I don't really like to see clients during the week for the shamanic practice for the energetic healing because you have a lot of integration um, to do. So I really normally like to do like mornings, either Saturday or Sunday mornings. That way they can go home and, and um, great. And you have to go right back to work the next day. Right. Yeah. Cause that can be a lot <laughs> to have a session and then not have that downtime afterwards to just really let the nervous system kind of integrate everything. Like that we're moving your bodies there have these energies people don't even realize that you're carrying all these these you know hundreds of pounds of weight on you until it's released and a lot of people need to sleep cry purging mm-hmm. can come in different ways but it's um a lot of people are really really tired after they leave so. mm-hmm. yeah rest is so important taking care of ourselves after we receive a healing session, you know, whether it's massage or shamanic work or just a regular like talk therapy can definitely bring a lot of things up. So, um, and you said you're a physical therapist too. So sound pretty busy helping in various ways. And baby that will be here within the next two to three weeks. I'm going to be a a granny. Oh, that's exciting. A new business as well. Um, and it's called I Seniors, so it has to do with uh, it doesn't have anything to do with shamanic stuff. Although I would want this business um, to fund my shamanic business because I don't really make any money with that. Um, my ultimate goal is to open up um, some sort of retreat center east of Boone because there's nothing in North Carolina Beautiful. except. So I would like something around where you and I live, you know, that people can come to on the weekends. Yeah. And you know, we have like we treats and common. Mm. Um, it, it's still building, so I don't know what it's going to look like. Um, Beautiful vision. That's going to be, and then I can have people like you come and talk, and we can have sound healings and learnings. Mm. And I just feel like the people, you know, of North Carolina, of our region, really need something like that. Mm-hmm. You're right, because in North Carolina, we have. A lot of that stuff, but it does seem to be very concentrated in the mountains, like in Asheville, Boone, uh, Marshall, like those areas. And there's not as much the further you get away from that community. So I love that vision. Like down towards the beach, down that area. But you know, people are going to be flying in from other states or other countries. We kind of need it near an airport. So you know, where we live, we're not too far from. You know, within an hour. Because mm-hmm. of, you know you fly in and then you have another two to three hours to drive so trying to figure out you know where it's going to be it hasn't presented itself yet so but the vision is started <laughs> and i'll help hold, help you hold that vision 
So um, tell us a little bit more about some of the shamanic work you do and or like what kind of offerings you see at the retreats. So that's still, you know, the, the retreat is still in being built the, in my okay. head, um, spirits, whatever comes to me. But um, I, have a, I have a vision for that to just have a nice, safe place for people to come and heal and to be comfortable and to um, not be judged because a lot of people don't want to seek out things like we do, you know, because they feel like they're going to be judged. And believe me, I've done everything there is to do, but there is judgment. And I've been through just about everything that someone can go through, which is a beautiful thing because if I haven't been through something, then I can't help. Mm, yeah. You know, if somebody comes to have panic attacks, I've had I used to have panic attacks all the time, and I have a lot of people that come to me for anxiety because I lived for 40 years in a heightened state of anxiety. And if I hadn't been through all that, then I I don't know what you're talking about. I can't help you. I can't empathize with what you're going through. So it always, when you know, if you're seeking help with someone that they've been through, they know what you're talking about. It's hard to really truly hold space for people if they're going through something and we've never experienced it at all. Right, right. So I do, you know, there's a there's, there's a few shamans around. Um, plenty of Reiki masters. I, I'm a Reiki master teacher. I don't do a whole lot of that. Um, I resonate more with uh, the shamanic work, but I integrate. You know. I, I integrate the things that I've learned into my practice. Um, I think I'm the only shaman in North Carolina that offers, well, in, I know there's another guy in Asheville, um, that offers rape and sananga, which is the eye drop. The sananga is the sacred tobacco, um, crushed up tobacco that you blow up your nose. Um, it's just the healing. And I, and I tell my clients, I don't know how it works, I don't know. It just it, the medicine knows where to go in your body and to heal. To heal, and most people that um, come to me for rape end up purging. We end up in my bathroom with them throwing up. <laughs> just so much energy to move out of your out of your body. Right, um, and like you said, yeah. and sananga, and burn really bad. Sananga is quite painful. And but that's the eye drop, and you have to be really, really ready for for that one. Um, most people so, do the rough day. What are the benefits of sananga, the eye drops? So, in ancient practices, for they would do it, they would put it in their eyes before they went hunting, so they could have clearer vision. Um, but the first time I I experienced it, I was. Mexico and I was having some acupuncture and stuff done and um, the practitioner said you know I have some sananga do you want to try and I'm like nope <laughs> nope um, I said hell no I'm not doing that <laughs> and I thought you know what I'm here may as well do it well he, and it's just two drops it's one in each eye and it burned 100% positive for me blind um, and I Screamed. I mean, you just 
you just it just releases this energy and then I balled up in a ball and like sob deep primal sobs were probably and that was my way of purging and I don't know what I was getting rid of I don't care what I was getting rid of whatever it was was gone and I'm telling you for the next probably four days my feet didn't touch the ground I I felt so light wow no idea I felt like pounds of weight had lifted off of me and you don't know that you're carrying that until you release it because we're so used to having this heavy energy in our body and so it was it was really an amazing experience it hurt (laughs) but it was it's very it it just releases stuff trust the medicine right right yeah and that goes for a lot of things like the mind can get so attached to what's happening and like, what is this? Where is it coming from? Like, oh my goodness. And sometimes that can be beneficial, but other times, like what you said, like, it doesn't really matter. We're just getting rid of it. We don't necessarily have to know um, where it comes from or why. And I feel I've used Sananga a few times and I haven't had like really big releases. They've been kind of smaller, but it feels like it helps to release like for me, anger. Mm really good you know because you can kind of get in the burning and you're like like just start releasing things like that and doesn't it also have benefits for like your actual vision like people say if they use it more often like they start to see better yeah I actually went to the eye doctor about a year ago because it was or something and he checked my eyes and he was like he said that's funny he said your vision's better and he said I don't know how that happened I said I do (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's just a phenomenon. It's uh, out of out of everything that you know, all the healing work that that we do as shamans and as as, as people who are trying to learn to heal themselves um, and healing. And you know, when you heal others, you're healing yourself. So I'm I'm just gonna say it's a combination of of everything. And then you also mentioned rape, which is sometimes called hape, the shamanic tobacco snuff. And you mentioned like, you don't really know how it works. works. Um, So what are some things to expect with that medicine? That burns as well. (laughs) But that, uh, a lot of people, when I say tobacco, they think it's smoke. It's actually, it looks like the snuff, like the, like your grandmother used to chew, you know, and put it in her or the side of her mouth it's really really fine and it's not all it's it's like plants and bark of trees and it's just crushed up really really fine um that burns as well always put it in the on the left nostril first and it goes up into your sinuses so you don't inhale it it never goes into your lungs it goes into your sinuses and i can feel it i do it every morning i do a little dose every morning just to connect me with um, the earth and to ground me and um i every i get chills every time i do it there's like i can feel it going through my whole body and um and healing whatever needs to be healed you know i'm jamie i don't know what needs to be healed there might be something going on in there that that you know i don't know anything about but you know the medicine has a mind of its own and all the medicine that you know they're there it's alive so it knows where to go it's a spirit right and it knows where to go in your body to 
in order to heal. And um, I, you know, I don't know if you knew, I had the coronavirus back in May. And all I, all I, um, my only symptom was I couldn't smell or taste anything. And I had a little bit of a low-grade headache that was irritating, but very minimal was, symptoms. Yeah, yeah I, like a lesson of energy centers um, meditation, and it went away within like five minutes, and I didn't have a headache the rest of the time. Wow! I I contribute not rape every day. I'm not going to say it was rape that kept me safe because you know there's no scientific evidence for that, but my belief is the healing work and the vibration, you know, with the meditation that, that I do every morning and it's, it's anywhere between 30 minutes to an hour and a half. It depends on what time I can drag my lazy ass out of bed <laughs> in order to do it. I try to get up at five, but sometimes my body doesn't want to get up. Mm -hmm. um, I think, you know, with a combination of all the, the healing work and if you keep your vibration high, then, you know, your IgA levels increase. And which is your body's natural immunity for vir against viruses and bacteria and, and sickness. So um, I think, uh, you know, people, if we start taking control of our health, instead of um, relying on something outside of us to, to heal and to make sure that we're safe. And it's very empowering. Yeah. I know we're getting off track. <laughs> I don't even remember what. The no, there's was. no, there's no track. Anywhere we go is fine. Um, but always, as a reminder for anybody listening or watching, no matter what plant medicines we're discussing, make sure that you definitely do your research and don't, you know, rush into anything. Ask plenty of questions to any practitioners that you do find. Be with someone you feel safe and comfortable with and who knows what they're doing and is in it for the right reasons. Um, so, physicians, uh, I had a few years ago, I had uh, um, some GI problems. And um, I had gone to get some, uh, and she just wanted to put me on medicine, 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 medicine. And I used to be one that, you know, when I left the doctor years ago, if they didn't write me a prescription for something, then I felt like I wasted my time because I wanted a pill, a pill to, to, to heal me. And as I've come along this path, um, now I'm like the opposite. I want to try I'll, the natural way of doing things. And, and I had gone to her and I had the night before I had had acupuncture to you know get my chi flowing and I told her I said you know I had acupuncture last night to try to 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 help this and she laughed at me and oh. said that that helped a lot and I said you know what I said it helped a whole lot more than anything that you're doing and so I just said you're not going to see me again and I actually had to go on a hunt for for a physician that I felt was more in alignment with how I want to uh, be involved with my own healing. Right. And, you know, we, we should be <clears throat> involved with our own healing and have doctors and physicians who are, who actually listen to us. And mm -hmm. I think there's a balance between the plant medicines and the pharmaceuticals. And sometimes we need one and sometimes we need the other, but no when yeah. Which one for our bodies is important for sure. Plant medicine can do so much healing, you know. Right. Now and then we still might need some pharmaceuticals, but it's not to say that, you know, you know, everybody's journey is different for sure. And it's I think it comes down to really just listening to our bodies and, and trying 
your intuition. I always want to try to do, you know, something natural. You know, if you have high blood pressure, you want to, you know, eat more oatmeal. There's always, try to look at food medicine. And because I believe that everything that we need to heal is, is on this earth for us to, to utilize. Um, but, you know, if, if I end up needing a pharmaceutical, then I'll take it. But I always want to try the natural way first. Absolutely. Because there is so much available to us and supplements and herbs and so many different things that are out there for us. You know, we can use a combination of a lot of things for healing, depending on the nature of what we're trying to heal. It might, it could happen overnight or it could take a little bit of time. It's just, there's, you know, you never really know healing. I don't feel like is really linear um, at all. And so you mentioned earlier that you lived like a really large majority of your life with really bad anxiety. Mm-hmm. And so like, how did you start to work through that and get to a place where you are a lot more calm and grounded and peaceful? My, my cosmic kick in the butt, um, I don't even remember how many years ago it was, but my anxiety actually manifested physically and I had highs and I would break out my face, everything would fill up, my neck, everything would itch. And, you know, went to an allergist to see what I was allergic to, nothing. I just remember thinking, if I'm allergic to seafood, then you may as well just kill me because that's, <laughs> which thank God it wasn't. But, um, and we never, they never figured it out. And then a few years after that, it happened again and it wouldn't go away. And it was about the time that I had maybe within six months or so, I had really started meditating and getting, getting into meditation and stuff. And then I realized that that's what it was. It was, it was whatever was going on was manifesting itself physically. So that's, wow. I started working from there. It's a convoluted, very interesting story of what prompted it, but that's a whole nother stuff. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that one took a, that it, it was, you know, it's a beautiful story of, of unfolding and mm-hmm. being patient with yourself and learning to love yourself. And it's, it's, and it's still unfolding, you know, every day. And, it's, and when we stop learning and stop growing, then we're not here anymore. So he was like instantly uh, enlightened. You know, Eckhart Tolle, he had like, he was, he was like this one minute and he was like in another world the next minute. And, you know, a lot of people want the um, instant enlightenment, but we have to live in this 3D world. So when you, you know, you lived on a park bench for two years, so we can't go do that. <laughs> right. And, you know, make, make a living, we have to live in this 3D world. So it's uh, be patient and enjoy the way that things unfold and be grateful for everything that happens, even the things that we perceive as bad, because there really honestly is no good and bad, right? It's just our perception of it. And even the things we perceive as bad, 
give thanks for because there's a lesson in everything. Absolutely, yeah. I'm a very firm believer that every single thing we experience happens for a reason. Even if it seems super challenging and unfair or kind of a really big extreme on one end or the other. Yeah, and um, I too, I mean, I struggled with anxiety probably half of my life or so. And it wasn't until the you know past few years where I really feel, I mean, I still have anxiety from time to time. Life happens and stressful situations arise, but overall I do feel a lot more calm. And looking back, I'm not exactly 100% sure what I did. I don't think it was a comp- one thing. It was a combination of a lot of things. Um, and it comes back to the one thing you mentioned, you know, learning how to love ourselves. It sounds easy and super simple, but it's not always easy to to love ourselves um, and be patient with ourselves because sometimes we want to be at point Z and we're at point like A and we have no idea how to get there. We're A minus. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. So what does loving yourself look like for you? For me, the number one thing I do to take care of myself is meditation. And I know that that is what has brought my anxiety down to a zero. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I very rarely have anxiety. And, and the thing is, you it, I wanted to say is now you're aware of it, you know, and that's the first step of being aware of where your thoughts are taking you because then you can change them. You can change them. And whenever I'm feeling Whenever I don't like the way that I feel, because your feelings are your guidance system, right? So whenever I don't like the way I feel, I stop what I'm doing. You know, I, I, I make house calls. So if I don't like the way my energy is before I get to my next patient, I'm going to pull over in Burger King parking lot, close my eyes, hands on my heart, and create energy. To me, the way I feel is the most important thing because that's who you want to project to the world and you will always want to be the best version of yourself and being aware of how you feel is like to me the very most important thing and and to me that's how I take care of myself I mean I do I think I'm going to go do like a sensory deprivation float tank tomorrow but you know and, and some meditation with that but for the main part my my daily practice the most important thing to me is is meditation and so when you meditate do you just sit with your breath and focus on your breathing do you visualize anything or does it just depend on the moment depends on the moment for the most part i do um a lot of job meditations. Um, I did not used to like to do guided meditations. Probably the first four or five years, I only listened to like the um, healing frequencies, like the astral projection and the binaural beach. You know, you could hear them. In your- and then a friend introduced me to Dr. Joe's work. I mean, I had heard about him, but I didn't do any of his meditations. And um, I started doing uh, those and like with, with his meditations, I get, I get there and I get deep, like within like two or three seconds, 
I can be um, like I don't have a body anymore. So, so his his meditations really resonate with me for now. I mean, they, I may evolve and don't listen to his stuff anymore, but for now, that's when I'm that's that's how I get into the zone. <laughs> okay, and you said it was Joe Dispenza. Okay, that's what I thought. Just wanted to make sure. Yeah, and there's so many different forms of meditation too. I think some people get intimidated when they hear the word meditation because they think they're just supposed to sit in silence and be in bliss the whole time. But it's not always like that. But it can be like that. You just feel. I sit still, and it's there's nothing easier than sitting still. And when you get really into, you know, when you get really into it, it's like. You can't wait to get up and do it because you feel so good. So it's a it's a beautiful way of taking care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And carving out that time, you know, it seems like I think when I first started meditating, you know, I would only do five or 10 minutes here and there. And then eventually you can do longer, you know, it doesn't matter. I think the biggest part or the biggest benefit is like you said, just being still, allowing yourself to just be still and to just be present and breathe with whatever comes up. Um, so yeah. That's where the good ideas come too, right? Mm-hmm. When we just slow down and not try to rush things so much. Yeah. Mm. There's so much, there's so much in this world. You've got visual, you can smell things, you can see things, you can hear things. There's so much input and there's so much you just close your eyes you don't have all the input coming at you you just slow down and go into whatever world you want to go into you know you can start imagining your future and how that would feel because you know your feelings you have your intention so that puts that that puts the intention out, but what draws it back to you is is the emotion, is the feeling. So you can have all the feelings in the world, but for it to come back to you, you have to have that that feeling. And for me, it's a gratefulness. But just sit and feel grateful. And it doesn't have to be like, oh, I'm so grateful to be alive. Well, you know, because sometimes we're not. <laughs> you know, to me, it's my pillow. I love my pillow. It's so soft. I lay in the bed before my feet hit hit the ground. I'm like, hello, and I rub it, <laughs> and it feels so good. And I and I just feel grateful for my pillow before I get up out of bed. Most simple things can really. Sometimes it is like we're having a really hard day or a hard week or a hard month, and you know, we may not be so excited to be alive and living the human experience. But yeah, it's just finding like the most simple things to be grateful for. Like, I really like my shower, for example, like it's really roomy. I have a nice, like big shower head and a really nice deep bathtub so I can take awesome Epsom salt baths. So a lot of times when I don't know what to think about to be grateful for, I just go back to that and you have your pillow, you know, it doesn't always have to be like a huge long list of things. You know what I do? Well, I, I set a timer on my watch for four times a day and it goes off. And if I'm with a patient, I'll say, oh, look, oh, it's one o'clock. Put your hands on your heart. And they'll do it every time. And I'll say, now we're going to feel, we're going to say something we're grateful for. And so I try to integrate that, integrate that with, um, with the people that, that uh, I'm around. And they'll say, oh, I'm 
before my family. And I'm grateful for my family, but sometimes I'm not. Like, you know, <laughs> not very nice. And so I'm not always grateful. <laughs> but, um, um, so, and then I realized that sometimes I have judgments about my kids. And something mm-hmm. as neutral as a pillow. <laughs> so, a pillow doesn't Beautiful. Look yeah, well, thank you so much for everything you've discussed and shared. Is there anything else that's coming to mind or on your heart that you want to speak about before we wrap up? I actually want to read a little bit. It might take about two minutes for me to read, and I need to put my glasses on. But it's I found it two years ago, and it's called The Promise of Shaman. Um, and this is, you know, I send this to my clients after they leave. Uh, because it, it kind of says everything that I want to say, but I didn't write it, but I love the way it's written. So okay. this is what comments do you mind? If I, if I, okay, I'll put my glasses on. I haven't completely yet, but that's coming too. <laughs> okay, can you hear me? You ready? Yes. If I come to you, if you come to me as a victim, I will not support you, but mm-hmm. I will have to walk with you through the pain that you are suffering. I will put, I'm going to cry. Sorry. I will put you in the fire. I will undress you and I will sit you on the earth. I will bathe you with herbs. I will purge you and you will vomit the rage and the darkness inside of you. I'll bang your body with good herbs and I'll put you to lay in the grass face up to the sky. It'll blow your crown to clean the old memories that made you repeat the same behavior. I will blow your forehead to scare away the thoughts that cloud your vision. I will blow your throat to release the knot that won't let you talk. I will blow your heart to scare away fear so that it goes far away where it cannot find you. I will blow your solar plexus to extinguish the fire of the hell you carry inside and you will blow the fire your belly to burn the attachments and the love that was not. I will blow away the lovers that left you, the children that never came. I will blow your heart to make you warm, to rekindle your desire to feel, create. I will blow with force your vagina or your penis to clean the sexual door to your soul. I will blow away the garbage that you collected trying to love what did not want to be loved. I will use the broom and the sponge and the rag and safely clean all the bitterness inside of you. I will blow your hands to prevent, I'm sorry. I will blow your hands to destroy the ties that prevent you from creating. I will blow your feet and erase the footprints, memories, and memories so that you can never return to that bad place. I will turn your body so you will face and kiss the earth. I'll blow your spine from your spine to the root of your neck to increase your strength and help you walk upright. And I will let you rest. After this, you will cry, and after crying, you will sleep, and you will dream beautiful and meaningful dreams. Mm-hmm. Wake up. I will be waiting for you. I will smile at you, and you will smile back. I will offer you food. You will eat the pleasure, tasting life, and I will thank you, because what I'm offering you today was offered to me before when the darkness was within me. Mm-hmm. After, and after I was healed, I felt the darkness leaving, and I cried. Um, I know. 
Mm-hmm. You know what? We're all here. We're all here for each other, and we do it in different ways. And mine just my path just happened to be shamanism. You know, there's Ayurveda. There's there's Buddhism. There's every so many different paths to the same thing. Mm-hmm. And if we can just all respect and honor each other's paths. Because we're all with the same thing, right? And we're all here just in love. That's all there is. And that's what heals. Yeah, and what a beautiful note to end on. There are so paths back to the heart, back to love. And at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter which path we choose, but just that we're choosing our path. And to respect and love and honor everybody's path is slightly different too. Everybody has their own truth, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you so much for being a guest and for sharing what was on your heart. I think things went just fine. And thank you so much to any of you who are listening or watching. Um, your viewership is appreciated. Love and blessings to all. We'll see you next time.